Welcome to the Fast Break. I'm Ben Hicks. I got Nick Goldie, Jack Sauer, and Aaron Speed with me today. How are you guys doing? Doing good. good. All right, so free agency is in full swing now, and we're just going to be uh, going over a, sort of a recap, sort of like we did with the, with the uh, NBA draft the past few days. So uh, we have just a list of some of the notable signings and trades over the past few days, and uh, we'll just go one by one through our thoughts over each signing. So we're going to start off with a, a trade, actually. Ricky Rubio going to the Timberwolves, back where he started his career in 2009. Uh, some may remember he as well as another guard from Syracuse, were both drafted over Stephen Curry. So, Aaron, what are your thoughts on Ricky Rubio returning to, returning to Minnesota? I really like Ricky Rubio. I think the Timberwolves are really putting together a solid team, obviously, with their um, Anthony Edwards pick and then Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. I'm not sure if they'll maybe move D'Lo to the two or if Rubio will be on the bench, but um, it's interesting to see how they'll work out. I think it's a good move. Yeah, I agree with that. He's not on a huge contract, um, unlike some other guards of his his skill set and size. So I think it's definitely a good move for them. They need, I, I think they need at least one more guard to uh, to complement Edwards and D'Angelo Russell. Um, so I think it's a good move. Nick, Jack, any thoughts on, on this? I think it's a good move, too. Um, what the Timberwolves really need is some leadership from a veteran. He was drafted in 2009. So mm-hmm. they've, they've got a lot of young guys, but I think this is a good move. Um, a good addition to their team. Yep. Um, I personally don't like Ricky Rubio, but I see his fit on the team, and I understand the trade. Well, you think Killian Hayes? Yeah, so why do you like Ricky Rubio? <laughs> uh, I don't like guards who can't shoot. He's not a terrible shooter. Like, not, he's, he's definitely improved, but like I just I don't know. You know, Killian like Hayes, one man. of his biggest weaknesses was his shooting. Yes, but he's a rookie and can improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> um, Ennis Cantor, another player returning. He's going back to Portland after a season in Boston. Um, he's obviously declined slightly over the past few seasons, but still a solid role player, a solid big. Um, Aaron, initial thoughts on Cantor returning to Portland? Well, with Nurkic and Whiteside there, Whiteside obviously was pretty good about he's four years ago. He's a free agent still, still so he, uh, he could oh, not Oh, you're return. right, you're right. I think he's going to sign with Celtics. But that's well, he's obviously fallen off a lot, so I don't know if he'll still be there, but Nurkish is pretty good, so um, I'm not. I can't really see Cantor playing the four at all. So he'll probably be a backup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's a solid signing. I mean, I don't have anything against it there. Yeah, Portland likes to run small, so they definitely won't play another big with Nurkic in yeah. there. He's kind of the stretch five in a way. Um, I agree that Hassan Whiteside has fallen off lately. He did have a solid year, averaged 15 and a half uh, points and 13 rebounds per game this year in Portland. I doubt he'll re-sign. He'll probably try to get some more money than he was making there. Um, Canner also not on a huge contract. I'm pretty sure. I think he's five. he's about five million yeah. a year. Um, so I, I like the move uh, for both sides. He obviously is not he's not going to be a huge contributor, but I think it's good for them. Uh, Jack Nick, anything on him? Same thing as Ricky Rubio. I don't love the player, but I see the fit. Yeah. All right, uh, Seth Curry going to the 76ers to play for his father-in-law, Doc Rivers. Jack, Nick, I'll let you guys go first on the initial moves or initial thoughts on this move. I love this trade for the 76ers. You get some shooting. Seth Curry mm-hmm. was probably one of the top three shooters in the league last year. Yep. It gets him off Josh Richardson. I, this was a great move for the Sixers. I agree with that. Um, you know, with Ben Simmons at the guard, they really don't have a lot of shooting. and He's just a great three-point shooter. That'll fit well on their team. Yeah, it seems like Nick's been pretty high on the 76ers. If you haven't watched our our draft video yet, I'm, yeah. or I believe, or listened to our, our draft podcast, Nick had the 76ers the biggest winner um, for the draft. Um, well, Josh, I think he got traded for Josh Richardson. Yeah. So both ways, I think, um, they're kind of getting what they're looking for. 
Seth, or the Mavericks had a lot of guards, so yeah. it kind of adds a little bit of size there. It's a good fit for both teams, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, with Daryl Morey going to the Philly, they obviously shooting, shooting analytics. I mean, they needed shooting because they're a guard right now is Ben Simmons, the worst shooter in the NBA. Um, they also just signed uh, Dwight Howard, so we, we'll talk about him. He's also a terrible shooter, so I, I like the, uh, the move for Seth Curry here, so... Let's just finish up with Philly quickly. Dwight Howard, I believe he's going on a $2.6 million contract, one-year one year deal to Philly after winning his first NBA title. Thoughts on this move? Um, I like it for Joel Embiid, just to be able to get a veteran center who's had some um, quality experience in the NBA. I don't think that he'll play a ton, but I think it will be a good leadership opportunity for Joel Embiid to learn. Yeah, I, Joel Embiid's older. I'm not... I'm not totally against it. I'm not a huge yeah. Dwight Howard fan. They're completely different play styles, too. Yeah. Like Joel Embiid's not going to be learning to be taking lobs. Well, I wasn't meaning, like, like play style, just, like, kind of, like, how to, like, play in the NBA, I guess. Because Joel Embiid, like, the last three years, like, yeah. never conditions. Like, he's, it's the same problems over and over. Yeah. All right. Landry Shamit? Yes. Yeah, Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit to the Nets. I always pronounce his name wrong. Um, he's going to Brooklyn to uh, most likely back up Kyrie Irving there at the one. Uh, he's a Wichita State product. Um, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. He was drafted by the 76 a few years ago, wasn't he? Is that uh, who he was yeah. drafted by? Yeah, and he had an amazing rookie Clippers, year. maybe. Yes, no. He was drafted by the 76ers, yeah. played like half a season there, and then got traded to the Clippers. Yeah. All right, so after his rookie deal, he signs with the Nets. Um I like his play style. I think it's a good fit for them because they definitely need, they need a backup guard. Joe Harris will be the 2-3 there. Got KD. Um, reportedly looking to trade for James Harden. Already talked about that. Um, not sure if that'll pan out, but I like the signing here. Thoughts on Landry Shamit? Yeah, I would say he's probably more of a 2. He's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, the full trade here, I guess Luke Kennard um, then is going to the Clippers, and then the Pistons get Ronnie McGruber. Roddy McGruder and Sadiq Bay. So, yep, I, I mentioned yesterday Sadiq Bay, one of my favorite players out of this draft class. I'm also a pretty big Luke Kennard fan. Didn't have the greatest start to his NBA career, but he picked it up last year in Detroit. So, I think it's a it's a solid trade. Not not too uh, not a huge name trade, but it's a four or five player deal. So, I think it it could shape it could it could make some impact for multiple teams. All right, so now some of the bigger news recently that we're getting into now. Fred Van Vliet signing an $85 million four-year contract to return the Toronto Raptors to be their guard of the future. Aaron, I'll let you start with this one. This is just news from, from the, uh, earlier this morning. Yeah, so definitely this is one of the biggest ones. Fred Van Vliet was arguably the biggest name available that um, was going to be a free agent. Obviously, Anthony Davis is technically a free agent, but there's no way he doesn't resign. So Van Vliet... Resigned with the Raptors. I think a lot of people actually expected him to go to the Knicks or another team that was willing to pay big money, but the Raptors uh, paid him and he's staying there. I think the Raptors are going to be very good for a long time and they, they took the jump uh, two years ago now, I guess, to get Kawhi Leonard. And right now, with what they have, I'm not sure if they're going to need to make another jump because they don't exactly have that star right now. Pascal Siakam started this season great and then has kind of didn't, didn't do as great in the playoffs and, and the regular season, so we'll, we'll see how it works. Yeah, I, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, none of us really build a team around Pascal Siakam. Uh, and in the, in the modern NBA, you're going to need at least one star, most likely multiple stars, to win a title. Yeah, I agree they'll be very good for a long time. I'm just not sure they'll be able to get back over the hump and uh, claim their title. Uh, Jack, Nick, thoughts on Van Vliet? 
Uh, he's just a real tough player. He's played a big role in that championship team. I think this is a great move by the Raptors to re-sign him, and he'll help them uh, be a contender for the next few years. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm surprised that he re-signed with them just because they're kind of a smaller market, but I think it was a good signing for the Raptors you know, to keep him for the next four years as Kyle Lowry goes into a smaller decline as he ends his career. Well, I mean, it's the Raptors, and he won a championship with them. I think small market, big markets, not... It's not the smallest yeah. market. Yeah, that's true. And, and I mean, size, I think yeah. they are playing in Tampa now. Yeah, so Tampa. That's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of talk about that, I guess, but yeah. All right, so now we'll focus on the Bucks a little bit. Um, the Bucks are going all in, it seems like, trying to convince Giannis to re-sign next summer. He'll be... The biggest name of free agency, but they've made a, a handful of moves and they've attempted to make others. Um, I guess quickly we can talk about the failed trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich, different than Bojan Bogdanovich uh, from Sacramento. That trade, the, is it going to be a signing trade? That trade did not pan out. Uh, Aaron, have any thoughts on why that deal fell through? Well, it was supposed to be a signing trade, which obviously the player signs the contract and then gets traded, so they sign with the intent of the team they're going mm-hmm. to and. Um, apparently the trade was made without him actually signing the contract, um, so it's kind of interesting. I, I mean, there's no reason for him to not go to the Bucks. I think it would be a great fit, and not any reason for him to stay with the Kings either. So I'm not sure if this was a league. Um, the league realized that it was not correct, and then it got messed up, or if he decided that he didn't want to go to the Bucks. But um, I think I think it's. A uh, good place for him in the long run. Yeah, I, I thought Bumal could be a great place for him. They need, they need some extra shooting there. Um, I, I've read the NBA is investigating it, so I think it's a player thing. I, don't, I think yeah, he doesn't want to get him Milwaukee. I'm not sure why he's playing in Sacramento right now. Um, the thing I got to comment on that, I just think it's because he didn't want to get buried in the bench just because they already have Dante DiVincenzo and they just traded for Drew Holiday. I think, I think he'd play over like, them. Yeah, I think he would play over them, but I still think start. he wanted to risk like, any I'm, I'm guessing he's trying to look for a team like the Hawks right now where he would be a starter mm-hmm. and one of the go-to guys. All right, and they also made some uh, some trade, or they made some signings of DJ Augustine and Bobby Portis, uh, point guard and uh, power forward, respectively. Thoughts on those two more minimal signings, I guess? Uh, they're just trying to collect assets to try and keep Giannis happy, just trying to get some consistent players. I think it's great yeah. that they're really filling out the lineup. Yeah. I mean, last year... Um, it was kind of questionable. They were playing 11, 12 people in the playoffs, and most teams were playing eight guys. Giannis was playing 30 minutes a night, and he's getting questioned. He's like, I just do whatever my coach says. They kept the coach. We'll see how deep he goes into the bench, but now they have some good depth. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, when you look in the past, you've seen teams like the Warriors and the Cavs the past five years. Uh, before they got over the hump, they had to make those, they had to make those, uh, those minimal signings of, like, some role players. I believe the Cavs would sign James Jones, some other... They, they signed Kyle Korver. So, I think teams, they need to make these signings in order to get over the hump. And if Giannis leaves, the Bucks are in shambles because they've, they're, they've, give, they've given a ton of money to Chris Middleton. So, I, I like the signings overall. Um, we can move on to the Aaron Fox now, going to Sacramento. So, Aaron, thoughts on him signing a max contract with the potential to be a super max? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously uh, the Kings were really interested in keeping him, and I don't mind it. I think it's fine that he wanted to stay there. So, I don't know. Uh, I couldn't really see him too many other places. I mean, he's just been stuck there for so long, being bad. But uh, I'm not sure what the King, if the Kings are going to make any other moves to try to improve. So 
We'll see how that works out. I like Darren Fox. I'm just not sure he's worth that. Yeah, yeah I don't just, so just yet. He, he's definitely a $20, $25 million a year player. I'm, get, I'm guessing they want to keep him happy and try to build around him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not sure what other moves they're going to make, though. So they're, they're not... They're not a playoff team yet, but they've got some. They got a ways to go, but I think they can get them in a couple of years and break that long playoff throughout. When you give out a max contract, though, it's just hard to find or to get another star on your team. Especially with a player like this, where he's not like, by a lot of people, not considered like an A caliber star. So it's going to be yeah. hard to try and recruit other players to come in uh-huh. when he's taking up thirty percent of the salary. All right, so we'll do one last uh, player today, and we'll have part two coming out tomorrow. So. Danilo Gallinari going to the Atlanta Hawks. So if you watched them past us some prior episodes, you know I'm pretty high on the Hawks, and I like this signing. So I believe Gallinari goes to Atlanta on a three-year, $61 million contract, around $20 million a year. Um, solid scores, put up 20 points a game the past two seasons. I like the signing for them. I think they need, they need some scoring at the four position. Nick, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I really like the signing. I'm just... I talked about this in our draft recap. I just don't understand the pick of Nyeka Kongu then if you're going to be signing a big. He, he's not. He's a small forward. Me and Aaron. I mean, the, he played power forward. Me and Aaron forward. proved you wrong yesterday. He played power forward in the last two teams he's played on, so I don't really know what he was saying. He's a small forward. Oh, Gallinari's not a small forward. Yeah, he's a power yeah. forward. And then you, John Collins. Here's your starting power. line. You can, you can go Trey Young, Kevin Hurd, or someone else. I don't know. At the two. And you can go Gallinari, Collins, and Kongu. I'm pretty high on Kongwu. Aaron, you said he's your rookie of the year. Just uh, I, put, I kind of put you on the spot yesterday, but um, yeah. So uh, I, I like the Hawks, and I like the signing. I know Nick does not like it. Jack, Aaron, what are your uh, feelings on this? Yeah, I, I I think it's oh, you said Nick and Jack. Go ahead. I I really don't have a lot to say about Gallinari. Aaron, anything else? Well, well <laughs> never mind. All right. Um. You want to go over Gordon Hayward quickly, or we, we can, we can let's do it real quick. Th- no, there's we're not going to have another episode. Yeah, we should. There's only all right, all right. There's all right only yeah. So I, I got I'm a Hornets fan, so I have a lot to say about that. So uh, uh, medium sized episode. We'll be back with a uh, part two of our free agency recap tomorrow. Thanks for listening.